Welcome to the Bad Feeling Podcast. Chuck and Brian will attempt to entertain and inform you about Star Wars, the Old Republic. They will not succeed at either. In fact, the odds of a successful podcast are 12,367,000 to 1. The Bad Feeling Podcast is not recommended for consumption by Twi'lek, Cathar, Voss, Human, Cyborg, or any other sentient species. You have been warned. Greetings and salutations, my fine old Republic friends. Welcome to the Bad Feeling Podcast. Welcome! How are you doing? I am I'm Chuck. I'm Brian. And this is the show that talks about this game that soaks up every waking second of our lives. Star Dude. Wars. Yes. The old Republic. Oh my god. Oh yes. How many how many how many balls have you been throwing around? Wait, uh <laughs> hey dude, I hope I really <laughs> hope they don't nerf that. I, I really, know. really, really hope they don't nerf that. I might actually make it to three hundred now. Snowballs I, are great. Oh my god, it's so fun. festive. Finally, something that that pays <laughs> off for the amount of effort you put into it. It's right? uh, it's fucking great. I mean, just just the fact that I bought that snow cannon in oh, the first place, like you know, a couple of years ago. Yeah. Oh, amazing, dude. Because that's the best because you can switch between oh, one and the other and fire them up, back and forth, alternate instead okay. of having to wait for the fucking timeout or whatever. Oh my God, it's so great. Yeah, I need a cannon. I only yeah. have the, the, the Are ball. Are they selling that thing again? No. Uh, it's on the market. It's like 100 million credits. Like, Cha-ching. Fuck, fuck you. Oh, good times. See, I was smart. You I bought it. early. Bought early, baby. Well that's done. what I do. Like Bitcoin. Yeah. Uh, buy it now. Did it's you get like, it on Bitcoin? No, I did not get it on Bitcoin. No, me neither. <laughs> I was dumb. I, I thought about it and then I was like, It just seemed like such a bad idea it does seem like, like well we have yet to see what's how it's gonna all all gonna play out in the end enough. so yeah. you know who knows <laughs> oh hey make sure that you are subscribed to this podcast all over the place it doesn't matter where you do maybe if you do it three times we get three times downloads and bam all the money is coming Whoa! in what money is coming in baby yeah, if, yeah if, uh, can you contribute to our patreon in bitcoin i don't think i don't know if you can do that no i don't think that's a thing if you could i don't be, think you can contribute to anything with bitcoin <laughs> uh, except for overstock.com I think that's the only oh. thing you can buy, like a, right. a, a bunch of old monitors or something, or whatever, whatever. <laughs> or uh, oversized clothes. Uh, Ooh, factory well, seconds, <clears throat> yeah. Factory seconds. Uh, it's like, why are these jeans all off kilter? I don't Shirts know. With one, one sleeve, yeah. One leg's longer than the other. <laughs> you know, it's, it's kind of weird. But uh, make sure that you are subscribed to us all over the place. Doesn't matter where we're everywhere. Um, you know, getting there anyway. So doing our best. We need your help. You can uh, review the show. You can leave us a couple of stars, maybe thumbs up, that sort of thing. That helps yeah. out. Uh, find us also at badfeelingpodcast.com. You can find everything about the show there, including old episodes, uh, Brian's extensive and detailed show notes that Dude. he likes to put up. Yeah. Uh, playlists of music and things like that. Also, our links to things, other ways that it can support us. So, um, literal bitcoins, like like bits of coins, come in if you go to our Amazon page That's and right. buy stuff. So. Should be working now. Like yeah. they changed their affiliate store thing, and I had to put up. Like fuck it all up. So yeah, you can support it or directly on patreon.com slash feeling podcast. Patreon reverse their decision to I fuck know, over I all, the, all their users. I so Patreon, that. go go if you go to go to Patreon too. It's cool. Yeah, because now they're fucking us just instead. So it's great. Yeah. It's beautiful. So Hooray! but it's they're, they're fucking us like they fucked us before. No, actually. Not you. It's, so, it's not yeah, so the you, anyway. I'm I'm walking funny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well that's that's from the last Jedi. That's what that is. Right? <laughs> Sorry, that's a whole other thing. Just having to hold my piss. What the hell's going on? Hours. Oh my god! I just uh, got a bladder infection from this fucking movie. Oh my god! <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, we are going to talk. We we've got a bunch of Bioware folks that are going to be on the show later, uh, talking about end of yeah. year. But instead of talking about end of year, uh, we've done resolutions in the past to like yep. try to get people, and that never worked out well. Uh, <laughs> as far as like what, yeah, because well, was like, I don't know what I'm doing next year. What the fuck? Uh, so why not? <laughs> instead, we decided to to retro, like look back at the year and ask people that work in Bioware what their favorite thing, what the best thing, yeah. what they're the most proud of during the year of 2017. Some good th- answers. Yeah, some really good answers, some I, really cool stories. And we heard some from a bunch of different departments. Exactly, so. and people we had never talked to before. Yeah. Which was pretty cool. Made so. some new friends. And some neat, like, some really neat little tidbits about Holy how shit. things are done. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. So some good background and uh, back-end yeah. stuff. So that's coming up toward the end of the show. Uh, we are also going to talk about uh, flashpoints, whether or not flashpoints are legit story, um, like, 
things, but also it's in relation to the new Flashpoint, whether or not. Yeah, yeah. We'll How much is too much? Uh, yeah, exactly. And we could probably say the same thing about The Last Jedi, for that matter. Yeah. Now, oh, we're going to spoil this fucking movie for you All like right. crazy. No, Everybody no, dies. We're not We're not going to spoil the movie. No. For that was Rogue One. Sorry. That's, oh, uh, uh, I just saw it last week. No, <laughs> no it's um, we want to talk at least a little bit about it. That's kind of why we delayed it this week, because we want we we're dude, seeing it last night. I know. On Thursday night. I didn't get any fucking sleep. Uh, uh, dude, I know, man. Um, and we wanted to at least be able to kind of give you a, a, a little. I don't know. I don't want to call it a review. A thumbs up, thumbs down. Maybe. I mean, because I'm sort of thumbs sideways. Are I'm, you? I'm, I, I'm seeing it again on Sunday. Okay. So I, I'm not sure. You know, I want to see it again to so see what I think about. They've it. already got double the money from you. How is that? How is there any question if your thumbs up or thumb down? It's fucking it? Star Wars. It doesn't <laughs> matter, dude. They get money from me no matter what. They might as well just do direct draft out of my fucking paycheck for that yeah, matter. You that, know? That's I mean, a good so, point. <laughs> so, so it's it's gonna get taken no matter what. I might as well go three times who fucking cares okay you know whether it's good or not i'm gonna buy the goddamn blu-ray you know what i'm saying it's like yep. it, it is what it is i own phantom menace on fucking dvd so i you know, know they, 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 they got my money i'm ashamed yeah. so <laughs> no matter what you're gonna go fucking see it right yeah. i mean you play Dude. the you play the mmo it's got lightsabers in it uh it's you know fucking cool et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. yeah the i as far as spoilers not gonna spoil anything for you so don't worry about that we'll talk in generalities and things right. like that um, but you know, going into it, like Brian refused Dude, to watch the fucking trailer. That was more difficult than you'd think. Oh, you think? Yeah. I mean, like not because not- you assholes like, Hey, what's this on YouTube? <laughs> Sending me a link, like a bitly link. Oh, what's this? <laughs> Last Jedi fucking trailer. Yeah. yeah. Right. Emailing me shit around the office. Yeah, I know how you work. Well, but, you know, I mean, because did, did it taint it for you for the other movie, for the for seven? Did it, did it fuck it up for seven? No, but. Did it fuck it up for Rogue One? No, because you know how Rogue One was going to end. Well, that, I know, but, but some still. of the visuals of Rogue One I would have liked to have seen in the theater. Like the visual of that giant Jedi statue on Jedha that's all we almost, we almost decapitated. Fucked, we almost fucked it up for ourselves last month. Apparently, they were running late on the screen we went to, and we were like, oh, let's go in. And we open the door and hear like, do, 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 do. Well, oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah. No, 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 no. Abort, abort. It's like, no, no, no. I can't see what's going on right now. No, I was glad to not have seen the trailers because there's so many awesome visuals in the movie that I'm I'm glad I saw them all for the first time on the big screen mm. you know there's a lot of good use of color and there's a lot of like really interesting palettes and shit like that and like there's a some pretty fucking epic iconic stances and i'm glad i didn't see them on youtube mm. i'm glad i saw them on, in the theater for the mm. first time mm. like as far as you know like characters and like kind of story stuff that's mm, sort of predictable we kind of knew who was going to do what going into it Good guys, bad guys, all that stuff. But like the visuals, especially, I'm glad I saw those for the first time in the theater. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think Dude. it did. It, it didn't really do anything. Dude. It didn't give you anything. It didn't give away no, anything. I, I went and watched the trailers after yeah, the fact. Yeah. And yeah, I you mean, could you could see the story they're trying to tell and Well know, and, and what they were trying to hint at and whether or not it worked that way or not. You know, like you could see where it went and what was going on with it and and how they played it out. Uh, but it's, I don't know. I don't think it was any worse to wear for for seeing the trailer. Or anything. No, I don't. They didn't spoil any story elements. Like there wasn't no. all of a sudden they gave away something in a no. trailer that I wish they hadn't, or you know they they let us know some bit of dialogue that I wish they hadn't. Like no, I all that was pretty safe. But now I was but, thinking. I was the, the one thing I was thinking about the most out of this whole out, out of this whole movie. Because uh, I just watched, like, they just ran uh, the original three, I think, cool. on, on FX or something like that. Like, one of the channels ran, ran about just watch Empire, right? Sure. You know, like, last weekend. And I was watching it, thinking about, you know, okay, I'm going to see this second movie. It's going to be another another Empire-type movie because right. it's number two out of the trilogy, right? Um, but then watching the movie last night, what I, the big thing that I noticed more than anything was that that's a really dense movie. There's a lot of stuff in it. Like in the one they, last night? Yeah, in yeah. Last Jedi. Like Last Jedi's got the story, there's so much that happens like within the entire story in that flick that it's it feels like it's almost too much. Yeah, you know, it was a I, lot to take in. Yeah, when you go watch Empire, there are things that happen in that story, mm-hmm. but it seems like it's a lot slower. You know, it, it Yeah, the pacing is Yeah, so like slower. this is it feels like this is going 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 going. And really, yeah. really hammering away at the story and plugging away like every every scene 
changes something in the story. Yeah. Well, there, it, there's a lot of characters that they introduce in this one and that you kind of want to know more about those characters. And then there's a lot of action. Well, then they scenes, also have like a ton of characters that you got to, you got to resolve the story on too. So right. there's a lot of already working. Yeah, there's characters. already coming from the last one. Finn in this, and Poe so. and Leia and oh, yeah. Luke and Ray and dead. And I mean, you could go down the list. So everyone has got the, you yeah, know, they something. all had their arcs yeah. expanded as well. Plus, and additional cast. Yeah. So yeah, I, it, it was a lot to take in. It, it was like a, and it's Star Wars, so that's not a bad thing. No, right? no, 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 no. <laughs> so, I mean, and that's, and, and, I mean, e- even a bad Star Wars movie is a somewhat good Star Wars movie because right? it's a Star Wars movie. Even so, if it's Phantom Menace or I know, Attack st- of the Clones. I still watch it every once in a while. Misa say I like it. I can be entertained, you know, right? Yeah, no matter yeah. what, I'm going to like it. You know? Yeah. Even even some of the shitty shows, you know, whether it's Rebels or whatever, you know. It's like <laughs> you know I, got, I, you know I, I started watching what? the Ewoks battle for Endor. Oh, my God. Oh, I saw you post about that on Twitter. Dude, like, I'm about oh. halfway through it. It's fucking terrible. Oh. Wicked can speak English. Well, like, it's, that's cool. Well, like, it's about time to watch the Wookiee the Wookie Christmas. Oh, I know again. the Life Day special. Yeah, Life Day special. That. We got to watch that again. Fuck yeah, that's going to be coming up. So I mean, I, I just the the density of it was something I was not expecting. I was expecting a little looser story, um, you know, a little less stuff happening. Right. Uh, I think they could have made two movies out of this almost. Yeah, or they could have they could have ended it probably thirty minutes earlier and then picked up the third movie right when that there's like a whole like sixth act and i wonder that could have been another start of the next movie yeah i wonder what the effort is to make a two and a half hour movie nowadays you know, when know. You, you don't have to you don't yeah. fucking have to i know come on peter jackson you fucked it up for everybody why does it have to be four and a half hours oh, of fucking and hobbits there's bro? like another hour of cut footage and scenes and everything well in 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 like the the lord of the rings thing you know admittedly like if you read the books if you want to be true to the to the to the written word it's going to take a lot of it's going to take a lot of cinema space sure you know that's going to take a lot of time if you throw everything in the history and yeah you can like you can reduce this down a little bit because you're writing it because you're writing it you know i mean (laughs) totally writing it however there is something what was all right so the the a non-spoiler well okay the th- the other thing that I got in this was things I didn't know about Star Wars, like what I didn't know. Like, okay, it made me raise questions about things that I know and didn't know. Sure, uh, as far as lore and what the story already says, like who is what, what's doing who, what yeah, yeah. means what. Well, we saw some new force powers. That was cool. Yes, and also some just like like I said, there's some people, there's some characters in it that are. It made me think about what where the story is and what we missed in between the movies. Yeah. Like what, like, okay, so what's the timeline here? What's the timeline here? What did we miss in between, uh, in between, uh, six and seven. Right. Cause there's a lot of stuff that apparently oh, happened yeah, in 30 between years, six yeah. and seven. You know, what's that? There's a lot of stuff we missed there. Yeah. And I, and I think I'm we, curious to explore that. Yeah. And yeah. some of that stuff. And I still have questions. Like how know? did the first order even rise to power, you know? And yeah. Like how did, yeah. So, well, I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, there's, there's a lot in there. A lot of questions. So, so, so where do you rate it? We have nine, nine Star Wars movies. Now. Oh, I'm not going to do, I'm not going to do that. You yet. don't, you I gotta, don't I got to see it again. I got to okay. see it again before I can even slot it in. I, that's why I, that's why I tweeted today. I was like, you know, I've seen it, but now I got, I got to see it again. Cause I feel like, I feel like I was overwhelmed. Like it was almost too much movie. Yeah. And I don't want to judge it based on that. I want to go back and see it again and see okay. if I can see if I can contextualize it a little bit first. So once I see it on Sunday, I think I'll be able to kind of put it in a little more Fair perspective. Enough. Fair but, enough. Yeah, no, I've been trying to separate myself from it. But so. I think it's good though. It is good. I lo- yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. You know. So it, I, I'm like I said, it's, I'm a I'm a thumb sideways at I'm, this point. No, I'm a thumbs up. Go see it. I enjoyed it. There's well, a, I'm, come on, they're gonna go see it no matter what. Well, I mean, shit. It's not Phantom Menace. It's fucking cool. There's, oh no, there's no, no, like no, 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 legit no, no, acting no. and you know like cool. It's story not stuff. Clone Wars. It's right. a, I mean, it's definitely no at least number there's, four. There's character arcs and you know yeah. plot development and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. Is it number four? I'm trying to think. It's, well, three Revenge of the Sith would be uh, would be the like the uh, first trilogy that they remade, which was oh, a good yeah. movie. But you know, yeah, it's close. Oh, you mean one, two, three? Yeah, episode episodes one, two, one, two and three are definitely on the bottom of the exactly. Pile. So those so are down here. No matter what, six. it could be four. <laughs> yeah, you know, if it's gonna be the lowest, the lowest it's ever gonna get is four. Yeah, you know, and, and it might actually be in my mind. I don't know. I don't know yet. Like I said, I got to see it again. I got to see it. I got to yeah. see it again. So, you know, and, and everybody will have seen it by the time 
you know, next week comes along. So right, hopefully, right. hopefully, well, in this show, by the way, Shit. just so you know, this show will be probably our last one of 2017. Uh, and then 2018, we're going to re-up in January and then get, get going again, talk yeah. more Star Wars and all that good stuff. Clearly. <clears throat> so that's going to happen. So by the time we get back to this, we'll be able to talk all about it and tell you every last little detail about it. So, Dude, all the know, spoilers. That's going to happen. Yeah. All the spoilers. <laughs> <clears throat> Everybody in the entire right. fucking world will have seen it by then. Well, let's spoil the Flashpoint. All right. Flashpoint. No. Spoilers. Yeah. It's fucking long. Dude. Yeah. God damn, well, it's long. It's it's not as long though, right? Because when they when the traitor of the among the Chiss uh, expand or it's update dense. came out, same word. When the Copero uh, Flashpoint came out, it was cool. There's a lot of cool shit in there, but yeah, it's fucking long. Like first time through, it took me an hour and twenty uh, too long minutes, way too long. Hour thirty. Now, granted, I was going back and doing all the achievements and killing all the things well, and doing all that stuff, but still, even without that, an hour. It's an hour. Yeah, like that's too much Flashpoint. So in response to that, you know, the players have said that's too much Flashpoint. The Bioware's gone through and they've nerfed the number of mobs. They've decreased the amount of health on the, on the bosses. And they've gone and make it a lot more approachable. So what I've, what I've read, I haven't done it myself. It's about half. So 30 to 40 minutes instead of an hour. No, that's a little more little reasonable. Which is a little more reasonable. Yeah. Again, this is uh, solo, people playing through it solo. I don't know what the group experience is like. I haven't yeah. read up on that. But I got to thinking, you know... When they were doing the chapters back when Kotfi came out and they were doing one a month, people were complaining because we only got a 30-minute chapter a month and that's not enough content. And now we get a flashpoint and we get an hour and 20-minute flashpoint and that's too much content. So where's the – what's how much is too much? How little is not enough, you know? Well, what do we want? But to me, that's – that's uh, all right, that's, that's a nomenclature problem, right? So when I hear the word chapter, I think hour, hour and a half of content. You know, like to me, that's kind of what that represents. When I hear flashpoint, I think 20 minutes, you know, because it's a it's a flashpoint. Okay. It's a it's a here it is. It's done. It's, a, it's gone in a flash. <laughs> you know, like like the, like seriously, it's it's supposed to be something that is like hammer station. It's supposed to be bam, done. And three, three bosses. Yeah. Simple. Seven, eight minutes. You know, simple, boss. easy, yeah. you know, and, and just run right through it and, and knock it out. And that's what it's supposed to be. That that to me is like the definition of a flashpoint. So. When you kind of reverse the roles, that's weird. That doesn't, yeah. you know, that doesn't seem to act right. I feel you, but it, and to be fair, Copero did feel like a slog. Like especially the bosses in solo mode. You know, your companions healing yeah, you. Yeah. You're not gonna die, and it's just like you just got to keep wailing hit, on them hit, hit, and wailing hit, on them and wailing hit, on them and wailing hit, on them. So that was that was clearly too much. They overtuned it for that one. But you know, should a flashpoint that's delivering story. Should the story version be, you know, chapter length? Should it be an hour and a half? Well, an hour if you're doing it by yourself. But, but I then think that's when the it's problem, a group thing, right? it should be less. Well, I still think that it should. I still think that it should be less because it's a flashpoint. I mean, right. no matter what, unless you unless you involve your like longer cutscenes or something. Oh, that's like true. That the the cutscenes are really. It's just like a little bit. Of yeah. Dialogue. So like, if your cutscenes so, yeah. move things along, like that's where your story moves. Then that you know, think about like that art, like the Arkin cutscenes and some of the stuff from. Oh yeah, from, yeah. From the chapters, I just played you know, like how fucking long that shit was. Remember, yeah. you you oh, spent twenty minutes like just know, watching, answer, scenes. like clicking, yeah. like watching scenes and clicking through on answers and stuff. Like those were, but it was important to the story. Right. So you know. That to me, like if you spend an hour doing that to to move the story, and it's thirty minutes worth of gameplay and twenty, you know, fifteen twenty minutes worth of cutscenes or something like that, that's different. You know, that's that's a whole different animal. You don't have that part of this, you know. Sure. And I think that's something that I don't know. It, I like the idea of moving the story with flashpoints, but at the same time, it feels odd. When that's like your only method of moving the story, because you're, it feels like something's missing. Like we're not, like we're right. missing missing out on something. And I just don't think you can you can keep calling it a flashpoint if it's <laughs> that long. You just yeah. call it a fucking chapter. You know, you know, might as well a replayable chapter, like the yeah. next chapter, or whatever. Or it's it, a, or it's a, or it's a chapter with a flashpoint built in. Okay, where yeah. when you go back to replay it, you don't see any of the fucking cutscenes like Kuat or like the fucking, uh, you know, remember you had, okay, all right, everybody, space bar, or else we're going to be here oh, all yeah, fucking like, night. Uh, Black Talon like, and. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, you know, and that, like, you can, you say you go back and you play it as a group, that's a flashpoint and gets rid of all the story elements to it, and it's just a burn, run through, kill everything. Okay. You know, like something like that, to where it excludes all that content 
that would be there in solo mode if it was driving the story, you know, okay. something like that, a way to differentiate the two. Fair enough. See, but I wonder if I would have been more okay with that time commitment if there was other shit to do besides work on a boss with a billion health or kill a shit ton of mobs. If you like had to, if there was more puzzle stuff into it. Mm. inside the flashpoint yeah. and then you know you do it once twice you get the pattern down or if there is more yeah, like but the kind of other <laughs> things to do besides just wail on something with too much health well but if, the if puzzle thing, some other element i don't know i think the puzzle thing has got to be like you got to be delicate with that because i honestly think the puzzle thing only works if it applies to the story yeah you know, like if it's just hey and, we're gonna throw this fucking thing at you yeah right and you they know. worked that into the story but it was it was a short puzzle right yeah if there was yeah. more of that Maybe I would have been okay with. But the I'm time talking about stuff. like what's the what's the I I can never remember ops because I just don't do them enough. What's the what's the one with all the colors? Oh, uh, Operator Nine. In, yeah, in like, the, the like, Terror like, from Beyond. I yeah. like that because that I fucking hate that. <laughs> well, I like, but I like colors. the I like the method because yeah. it's good because that is uh, it is a puzzle within an operation right. in a method to tell the story about how to do the blah 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 like. That's a cool way to do that. Really yeah. neat way to pull that off. And I feel like that like that kind of thing makes sense. Or if you're trying to draw like if you solve this puzzle, you get this information kind of thing. Right. Uh, you know, that sort of thing. You find the ghost that tells you the story of blah, 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 or whatever, you know, motivated. Or if I can find, do the puzzle and it fucking drops a rock on top of Theron, I'd be fucking totally happy That'd with that. That'd be rad. You know, like, whatever. Yeah. You know, so. Fucker. <laughs> <laughs> but, but like I said, I, I, I'm okay with that time investment in, in some sort of story delivery, either Flashpoint or Chapter, but. I want. I want to do something besides kill a boss with too much health. Yeah. Well, but I think it's also it's also expectation. Like I said, you know, when you when you are going into something, you are expecting a result and expecting a thing. Yeah. And then and, delivering something different. And the term flashpoint means three bosses, quick, ten minutes to kill a boss, it, ten to, minutes to, to pass me, each one. To me, it implies quick. An operation implies long and yep. complicated. Uh, you know, a chapter implies story. You know, like that's what it's, you know, like what those things mean. Yeah. And that I think that doing, they just got to be careful with it. And this is, you know, Fair this enough. is really the first uh, outside of the Umbara. Like this is the first, the first version of this that we're seeing. Kinda, yeah. You know, True. so out of the gate, it's kind of and the first way to do it. It'll be interesting to see how people learn to, you know, walk around this wall and you can skip these trash. Or if you jump on the thing, like well, the longer a flashpoint yeah. is out, the more tricks and tips people learn to skip shit. And so if there's less, that's going to help. Yeah. Less know, trash so. and less hell. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah so totally. that should help, you know, being able to skip things. Like I'm, every time I group up, I'm learning a new way to skip around something. So, yeah, totally. So that's, that's cool too. So, well, and the people responsible for this damn thing, um, you know, all work at Bioware <laughs> at EA. And, they do. Uh, we were getting, uh, we were getting vilified by our fellow, uh, community people and uh, other um, hey man it's the greatest city on earth <sighs> come on guys you know like they were giving us shit we got tacos why do you get to go up to bioware blah blah blah, blah, blah. it's like because we live here i'll tell you why because it's right down the street i mean i don't know it's it's how it is man and and show up with cookies yeah you know that also helps that that that, 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 that primes cookies pump. go a long way you know i, I tell so, you yeah, yeah indeed. warm <laughs> tiff streets cookies Fuck, yeah, they so do. good I know. I can't have any. Dude, the, the chocolate peppermint ones? Oh. Shut up, dude. Shut Sorry. Up. Don't, don't even tell. They're gonna, really this, good. This diet is killing me. But they were Charles' favorite. This diet is, well, it's making me healthy, but I just want right? cookies so bad. <laughs> it's making it's you want to die, but you're going to live <sighs> instead. I know. Irony. That's, I know. It really is. I mean, all right. Last night was the first time I've seen a movie in my lifetime. In my lifetime. Unless it was like some shitty theater that didn't have them without a box of junior mints in my hand. Really? Yeah. Wow. I've never gone to a movie and not seen a movie. I like every time. That's a requirement. Is Damn, for me son. to get junior mints and a Coke. Oh. And I had water last night. Yeah. Yeah. You behaved yourself. Maybe that's why I fucking I feel sort of. That's why you're. Yeah. I'm sort of <laughs> up in the air about it. I'm like, I don't know how I feel because I fucking I need some goddamn. Yeah. I need some peppermints. If you're man. a sugar Russian when the porgs come on, right? Like, I mean, oh my god, that's the best thing <laughs> fucking ever. Oh my god, that's so funny. Uh, yeah, maybe that's what it is. But we got a chance to go up to Bioware. And Brian had to take it because, you know, I got shit going on. Yeah. Are, uh, you, are you allowed back in the building yet? Well, I did shit in the corner. But, then, you know, it's, <laughs> it happens from time to time. You know, it's part of the diet. It's part of the diet. It's part of the diet. It's the way it goes. It's like when you got to go, you got to go. Hey, it that, doesn't matter. That 40 pounds got to go somewhere, exactly. right? Exactly. <laughs> it's coming right out the, it's concentrated evil coming out the back of me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, Brian got a chance to go up there and 
we uh we had decided that you know looking forward was kind of weird uh and you know everybody nobody knows what's going on 2018 who knows whole big pile of well we can't tell you about the thing yeah exactly even but we're really excited about it (laughs) even musco and charles and keith uh, all they're like we we don't know what we can tell you or not look for a post god damn it all right exactly so so instead what we decided to do is ask them a question about what they did this year uh, and reflect on 2017 as far as like what were the things that they were the most proud of yeah. uh, during 2017 because we thought that would be a little know, look back yeah, yeah. exactly so kind of reflection on the year well and we get what they're passionate about exactly you know that's the that's the thing too some of the stuff was behind the scenes some of the stuff is you know very player centric some of it's not so so I'll probably play uh, the, let's uh, play a couple we may talk about a couple uh, and do that thing we got like what nine or ten of them or something like that so uh, let's start with uh, let's start with Charles Boyd. Let's start right there with the with the man. I'm Charles Boyd. I'm the creative director for Star Wars The Old Republic. And uh, probably my favorite thing that we did this year has to be the train on Umbara. Uh, I've been really wanting to do a sort of train robbery type scenario in the game for years now, probably since before Shadow of Revan. I've been trying to get uh, something like that in, in some way or another, and it just never quite fit the story. So uh, I was really thrilled that we could... Uh, find a place for it, do that kind of, uh, that kind of setup, that kind of scenario for the players to run through and, uh, for it to have turned out so gorgeous. Uh, you know, it was, it was an effect and, uh, an artistic thing that we weren't even sure we could pull off. So, uh, our, our folks really stepped up and, and made it happen. And I, yeah, I was super, super stoked. Uh, really loved it. My name is Katie Johnson and I do cinematics. Uh, I've worked on Star Wars, the old Republic since the beginning pre-launch. Um, I was actually, I think one of the first cinematic designers hired. Um, so, it was really fun to be able to return to SWOTOR this year. Uh, one of the best things I got to do was to work on the companion return cinematics. Um, I started out, I think, working on Arkans, which was super fun because uh, it was fun to imagine what Arkan would be like as a romantic character <laughs> because so many of the scenes he's been dark and broody and villainous and full of all these other emotions, but to see him as a romantic character and trying to imagine what that would be like was really fun. Um, it's been really fun to work on other character companion returns as well because I, I just really enjoy working on relationship scenes and imagining what characters are like. Uh, we don't have the greatest variety of animations, but we do the best that we can to try and make all of them come to life and feel a little bit different and shoot things a little bit differently and uh, change up the animations to sort of evoke that kind of character. My name is Brad Lewis. I'm the uh, monetization art lead for The Old Republic, and I uh, am responsible for a lot of the artwork and assets for things we sell in Cash Shop. Um, Some of the particular items that I've been able to build, I actually build in my garage first, and then we model them for the game. Um, Case in point, the the Mischief and Anarchy Blaster set. Um, we uh, We were trying to test if... Things other than lightsabers could be platinum items and um, hold that weight, more or less. And so we decided to uh, make a couple of blasters and add holsters to them. And um, one thing I found that is if I build them in the garage first, it lends a bit of credibility to them when I uh, model them in 3D. So the Mischief and Anarchy blasters are based off of uh, an in-world prop I built in the garage. Um, There's several weapons like that we've done in... uh, the cartel market that I've built in real life first. Um, and that's a lot of fun to kind of hold them in real life and then see people enjoy them um, in the game as well. The, the pistol I started with on uh, Mischief and Anarchy was a, um, an Airsoft um, Luger PO8. And so I brought it into the uh, audio booth uh, for the audio, audio guys to record. And the sound of it firing with a charge of gas is actually the sound in the game for its uh, blaster fire, uh, which was pretty cool to see them set up and, and fire the thing off a bunch of times, record to get just the right sound so that they could use it for the, uh, for the in-game asset. Now, that's like the coolest concept ever. Dude! I mean, is that not the coolest concept I ever? I want to just build shit. That's fucking rad, man. What, what was funny, though, when you showed me the picture of that, uh, and I saw it, I was like, that's a fucking Luger. I was like, that's like a German, like a mock-up. That's yeah. exactly what like, it is. And, and, and boom, there it is. I'm yeah. Like, yeah, all right. But he builds shit in his garage, takes it in, but it makes total builds sense. it in-game, and then, yeah. It makes total sense. I mean, because you think about it, right? And you think about like how you 
put something on your body, right. how it's going to be on your body. Well, scale and everything too. Yeah. Like with there's a there's I saw the new lightsaber. Ha 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 before it hits the market. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you think of like scale and, and how it's gonna fit, how it's gonna hang, holsters or yeah. or all that stuff. And he like he said, you get a better sense of realism if it really exists. Exactly. <laughs> and no, it, it does. It makes total sense. I mean, it really, really does. I mean, because like until you uh, you think about ultra savers, right? You see them at yep. all the comic cons and everything. And until you get one of those in your hand, you you would have no idea like how that really would fit on your belt. Like right. if you were wearing it on your belt, or how yeah. like how you would actually carry that thing. Or you know, it's not a broomstick that you can just wave around. Like you, you can kind of think about like yeah, yeah. Well, but I mean, uh, you know, even without the even without the 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 beam on it, I'm talking right. about just like if you're gonna if you're oh, holstering it. Listen, like how you carry those. things. I've waved plenty of broomsticks around. Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> so. Yeah. Because you like to fly on one, you witch. Yeah, yeah you dirty witch. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I think that's a really cool concept and a cool Dude, idea. That, how and, fucking cool is that? And plus, he's got to like he's got to make some bank, like selling that shit to cosplayers oh, and shit. You know, yeah. like if nothing else, you know, to get damn either that or That'd he's like right. one of those people that just has like a like a. I think an, he just does it for fun, man. An armory, like the entire wall is just like yeah. uh, fake weapons. Right? Like, how cool would that be, Dude. Dude. Uh, man uh-huh. i need a garage all right let's get some more of our friends over at bioware to tell us about their what they were the most passionate and proud of in the year 2017 my name is eric musco and i am the community manager for the old republic uh so my story is tricky because unlike the other people that have actual talent that you would have heard from today i don't actually put anything in the game um but certainly the one thing that i'm very hilariously proud of this year is when we were going into united forces uh, we were trying to determine what server names we would select um to be the five new server names and so funny enough um and i think i've told the story before but we were trying to remember back in the day when we first launched the game, we had a whole giant list of server names that we hadn't used. Um, and it was hard because we were trying to find that list because we figured that's a really good starting point to come from. Um, and so I remembered that my favorite name from that list was the hot prospect. So we managed to use my memory of the hot prospect name to find the old list. And that kind of kicked off this whole process. And so the process that we had is we took that the list of names that we had previously. And then uh, I sprinkled in some names that we thought would potentially be fun as new names from characters that had kind of been introduced since then. So Arkin as an example, another example would be Kaizaiken, which I may have put on the list. Uh, and we sent it around to the whole team internally, kind of just to let everybody vote on it to kind of get a little bit involved in the process. Um, and the end result was of that list was, I think we ended up using like a top 10 or a top 20 list that we kind of resurfaced around to everybody just to be like, would everybody be okay with these names if they were, if they ended up being selected as the final names? Um, And so those names got ranked in order by most votes that came internally for those servers. Um, And so Hot Prospect obviously ended up in the top five, as some of you know, even though we ended up not going with it, um, it did end up on the top five list. And then amusingly to me, and definitely my favorite thing from this year is that Kai Zyken landed at number seven. That's right, Kai Zyken, thank you everyone that works here at Bioware, knows how great he is and put him, he was, that's, I mean, you think we knocked uh, Hot Prospect off the list to put Satil in. That means if we had just renamed one more, one more, we might have had the uh, Kai Zyken server, which uh, I think would have been pretty fantastic. So that's my fault. And thank you for that. Hi, I'm Danny Oberly. Uh, I'm a sound designer and I no longer work on Star Wars Old Republic, but I were, have worked on Star Wars Republic actually longer than any other project in my career. So probably cumulatively about five years. Um, and I've worked on all kinds of stuff, but my favorite thing to work on has always been the speeders that we have for the cartel market. I don't even know how many we have now in terms of just family. There's so many. I'd say I've probably worked on around 50 different ones, um, which they're not co- um, complicated. We have pretty simple, like, as far as the things that they do, they just kind of go and stop and they're there and they're not. So not as complicated as, as like some vehicles and, and a lot of other modern video games, but we have a lot of them and they're all really cool and they're all really u- unique. Um, there's a couple of things I like about working on them. One, uh, I'm like a big car enthusiast and um, I have a lot of friends and uh, that have different kinds of cars and drift cars and stuff like that. And so because I have access to that community, they're really nice. And I'm like, can I strap microphones all over your car? And 
uh, make recordings and I might may or may not use them as source and like, yeah, whatever, it's fine. So I get to uh, combine my love of cars with my love of sound and recording. And then I get to listen to them and listen to these unusual isolated ways and then um, use all those components like as source for different things in the game. Like you never can use something that's just direct because it wouldn't sound right, but you can really make some cool source. Um, another thing that's exciting and also challenging is Sometimes we'll we'll bring back a speeder from an old game that everybody loved, or we'll pay homage to something that was in like one of the movies or in the lore, and it has an existing sound around it. But maybe in a movie you only have a few shots of it, or in the game, like the sound is really, really old, so I have to revisit it and I have to sometimes like recreate something that's similar so that we can have that feeling and give the fans like the thing that they want and that that satisfaction when you get your speeder and it, it looks like a thing you remember and it's got this cool sound um and that that's really cha- can be challenging because you get a little nervous because you're like oh I gotta really make sure this is something everyone loves uh and they're expecting to hear a certain thing um but also because you have to try to like really dissect it and figure out what did the previous sound designers do to make that. Um, in some instances, I could like contact the previous sound designer because for a long time we had someone working with us that worked on a lot of the old games and sometimes they would remember, but even then most of the time you just have to use your, your ears to figure that out. So that was a fun and exciting challenge. Um, I mean, and then the other thing is there's just some, like, so there's so many of them and our artists for those is an amazingly talented person. And we really had a great working relationship where we'd go through like the concept and I would see like how they, um, what their inspiration was, like did they draw inspiration from uh, another theme or a certain thing in the real world and then use those elements like into the sound so that it would all kind of come together. And I loved working really closely with with that person in creating those. So it's actually really, like it was really hard to like move on to other projects even though that's where I thought it would be best for me, but every once in a while I'll go to our, our audio designer who's in charge project now and be like, hey, how are you feeling about your workload? <laughs> you could, yeah, I could just do a speeder really quick uh, if you want. Hi, I'm uh, Brett Hoffman. I'm a senior designer, and I guess the thing I am most proud of working on this year is uh, the changes to Galactic Starfighter. It's Something that I had been wanting to do for quite some time, I'd been pushing to do. Um, it was not for a long time under my purview uh, at all. So pushing for it was actually stepping on other people's toes. Other toes were not there to step on anymore. And <laughs> well, thanks to Keith largely uh, being able to uh, actually address the game as a whole as opposed to just certain aspects that were the focus for any given year, which I'm really excited that's the direction we went. I was on the original team, and in my opinion, it's the most fun content type we have in the game. It's the most unique. I think it differentiates SWOTOR from the competitors very distinctly. Yes, other Star Wars MMOs have had space games, but currently... There's no uh, traditional MMO out there that has uh, anything equivalent to it. And frankly, I think it was a well-done and under-supported system. It and its players deserved uh, a a greater focus um, to develop. And I wish we had more resources and more time to devote to it. And I think we're going to do as much as we can, uh, given the resources and time we have, but it's, it's just fun. It's fun. I love you. I love you. I do. I love you because you love what I love. We have a connection. We do. You do. do. You guys. I know. I, I, what, what's, what makes me happy about that is that somebody at Bioware has as much passion for GSF I know, as man. I do. For years, apparently. Like he's, he's been pushing for it to be a thing. And Apparently, you got somebody fired. All right. <laughs> no, oh. more, no more feet to step on. Yeah. Uh, get, get out of here. All right. <laughs> oh, shit. But, um, you, but you look at the, the amount of changes that they made to GSF. You know, this is like years worth of work. I know. That they put into it and all the testing that they did and everything that came out of it. So that's fucking rad, man. Like, and he made a good point that I've never really thought about. Like, there's not a GSF in World of Warcraft or no. ESO or, yeah, or in any yeah. other no, MMO. No, there's no. not like a space flying combat game. So that is a nice thing that it is fun. I don't do it enough. I don't do it as much as well, you. Well, and, and 
to to know how much of the Star Wars universe is based on oh yeah on on the ship and like intership play yeah you know to not have something like that would be a disservice to the MMO like that's it a good w- point it wouldn't it wouldn't represent the 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 universe very well yeah and yeah. I think that's really really a really big and important part of uh, of being being a star wars mmo it really is because i mean just the ships are are integral to the story and integral to so much of what people love about it it's like you don't see fucking lego lightsabers you see lego fucking ships every kind of right. goddamn ship you know that you yeah. can see and, and stuff like that you know that's why we're seeing walkers getting integrated into what we're doing on the ground good point and, and playing yeah. and playing in mechs and things like that like Walker that's stopped. a very very important thing yep. so i think i think it's really cool that there is somebody as passionate about it there and who's paying attention to yes it, so it's good stuff <laughs> All right, all right. Let's get a couple more here. Uh, the the what they're the most proud of in 2017. Hi guys, uh, Keith Candig, lead producer for Tour. Um, I have a lot of memories. Probably the uh, biggest one this year has been getting to know the entire Tour team. Uh, previously, yes, I've been engaged with uh, Tours for the last uh, six years, almost seven now. Um, but I didn't know everybody that worked on the team, right? The designers did the design stuff, art did the art stuff, you know, operation people did operation, but you really didn't interact with them on a regular basis. And uh, through the uh, the year, I got to get to know everybody. I sat down and watched what they did. I got to comment on things I'd never been able to comment on before. I uh, got to change uh, the, uh, the direction of the team and what we focused on. Uh, you'll probably hear about Starfighter. You'll hear about you know operation stuff. You hear all kinds of things about the uh, team. But being able to influence that has been fun for me, right? Uh, probably more than fun. And then, of course, um, all the interactions with the players and uh, all the things that we go through with that cracks me up sometimes how uh, how passionate people can be. Uh, and we're just as passionate on the other side. So when you when you get those two heads banging against each other, it's uh, it's sometimes pretty hilarious. And some of the accusations that happened and, right, all the things that we do and how, how dumb we can be, right? Uh, it's it just, it's, Honestly, it's pretty fun, right? Um, because we know that we're creating a game for everybody. Um, I play the game a lot. Um, there's a lot of frustration, uh, you know, that I have, and I bring that to the team, and they listen. And I think uh, we've seen a lot of changes this year that have been as a res- direct result of my playing the, the game and being in the operation stuff. And and I think the, um, the attitude on the team is really bonded together as a, as a group um, because we're, every day we talk about stuff and do things and uh, have the vision for what's coming next and what we're going to do in the future. And uh, I'm looking forward to next year. I'm Matt Plitsevich. I am a... Obviously, a designer working on tour. Uh, I'm doing account design. I'm currently running our operations development. Been doing that since post 5.0, effectively. So I got from the, got from the machine operation run. Been a pretty wild time. Uh, we managed to put a, probably the, some of the best operations encounters that we've gotten in our game. Uh, it's been sort of a treat to work with all the art, FX, audio, everyone. There's been a ton of support. Uh, and I think it shows. The encounters are beautiful. Uh, player response from them has been great. Uh, and a particular treat, at least for me, and working on them, is that we've we've been in a little more in direct contact with some groups uh, running closed PTS as we've been designing the encounter. So I've actually been able to observe players and sort of get get in the moment feedback as they're trying to run through the encounters. And it's been fantastic, bec- a fantastic experience all around because the players have been really patient on PTS. You know, they understand it's PTS. These things are going to be broken. Um, how can we work around this? Or how can we, in light of this break, still try and get you some useful testing or feedback? You know, what types of things do you want to know? And so just being able to be interact and so closely link with community and players, like in the process of making these things has been a real personal treat for me because, I mean, obviously that's why we, we do this to, to bring emotion whether it, whether it be, you know, sometimes frustration, but joy, triumph, you know, or just you know, emotional storytelling in, in some manner or another. I've gotten to have a, a pretty large slice of that pie over these past few months, and it's sort of been an invaluable experience. My name's Dustin Gagne. I'm the senior character artist on Sotor, and um, I've been here a few months now, so I, I'm fa- fairly new. One of the first uh, tasks I got tasked with, actually, when I got here was uh, doing the traditional Jedi road. So. I, I felt pretty good about them coming out because they're they were basically movie inspired, so they're as close as I could comfortably make them to you know like Obi Wan set. 
worked on that. And then I guess the most recent thing I'm dealing with actually is the, is the whole eye debacle that's, you know, like, uh, uh, I guess upset and not upset like a lot of our players. So the whole deal with that is like, we, we updated something before I was here in the way that we handle reflections in the engine and, uh, it broke, it broke the way the eyes look right. And, uh, as I dug into it to fix it, I had to basically reauthor all of the textures. And in doing that, I discovered that, Hey, like there's a way that maybe we could like leverage this so that in the future we can do like more interesting eyes, like eyes, like Arkans or Valens or, you know, of that nature. Uh, along with doing that, it slightly adjusted all the eyes across the board, right? Because uh, with the system that we use, we can't just like texture swap stuff, which would be ideal, right? Like, um, and so I'm using a kind of a complex, like hewing system to get uh, different effects. And so I have kind of like a contrast level and then like a color uh, uh, level. And so to get like more depth and more color variation in the eye, I did something slightly different in the texture. And so um, that's why things look a little bit different than they did previously. But um, it in the long run, I think we're going to get a lot more mileage out of um, the different types of eye colors that, that we can um, uh, provide, I guess, to the player base. So remember when we were talking to the Bouvet uh, about how the unexpected consequences of different things, like, I love that. I love that. I love the idea that so much of what is today is still tied to day one. Right. You know, and it's a, it's freaky to think that and that's it's, real. And well, it's like opening up the ancient tome to figure out know, how right? fucking eyes work. And he like had to figure it all out and like reflectivity and like all this shit. And then like, whoops, colors. Oh, like somebody just you know, pull one lever yeah. and it's all upside down. Well, somebody throws away the fucking, you know, the, the manual for it, you know, <laughs> right. after, after the first, well, it works now to toss yeah. that in the trash. All right, keep going. And it's just so funny, but it's just so funny to me that it's still like, there's still so many of the, those core elements that are original to the game that are still active. Right. And the yeah. ones that you just don't think about, but it's also, it's also kind of representative of how little those things get touched as well. That's a good point. So when you get back to when they do get back to them and they do touch them and they did, that stuff does happen, you know, what it can do and, and oh, how yeah. it can change it. Well, and so. it sounds like now that he's revisiting this old system, he can improve it and make it better in the future, which is cool, right? Well, yeah, but, until, until three years down the line, somebody else tries to change yeah, one right? thing and it, then it then it fucks it. You know what I mean? Because it, right. it, it'll happen again later on. Sure. You know? But that's a, that's the the churn, man. That's, that's yeah. kind of how that happens. That's but, a good point. You know, congratulations on the Jedi robes, man. Yeah, that but dude I just on Reddit, saw, it must be fucking I just stoked. saw The Last Jedi, you, you fucked up. You need yeah, different, you got more robes. Now you got more robes to do, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry, because, you know, the robes are different now, you know, except yeah. for there's, well, you know, never mind. No there's, spoilers. There's some, yeah. No, no spoilers. I don't want no spoilers. They got their more, more things to draw from. But, I know, right? Like, I wonder if, like, going back to those old systems is like me in achievement hunting. Like, oh, I never did kill, you know, this one boss on Tatooine. So let me go uncover where he lives and like, all, and you know, you know, and I get the achievement. Like, is that like no, 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 the no. dev version of achievement no, no, hunting? No, 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 like, no, oh, no. I'm going to unlock a hunt. No, How what does that, this work? Well, that's the equivalent of is like, as, as an engineer is like, I'm going to change the cable. I'm, I'm going to move this computer from one desk to the other. Right. And when you do, the server explodes. Right. <laughs> What the fuck just happened? Why I don't know. I just happen? plugged it in and the, in the yeah. fucking server exploded. That's the equivalent of that because <laughs> it's just like, I'm going to make this color eyes. Okay, cool. Blank, blank, blank. Color eyes. Wait a minute. Hang on. Everything uh, is sparkly. Everything is dead. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck did I do? You know, <laughs> like it's the, it's the, yeah, just the unintended consequences, man. And you know, geez. <laughs> can't even butterfly think flaps its wings and quick travel totally, is broken. man. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like, what the, uh, that's amazing, man. So thank you to everybody up at Bioware yes. uh, for, for, you know, playing along with the stupid podcast. We appreciate right. it, man, because you know. We're, we're assholes <laughs> I know. and you guys are cool, but we're here. So they're stuck with us. Hey, exactly. You know, <laughs> I know that you probably like some of the other ones. I'm not going to name any of these other fucking podcasts. You know, you probably like, yeah, those guys, uh-huh. <sighs> <laughs> These guys again, damn it! <laughs> but they brought cookies. But I brought cookies, so <laughs> and that's a matter. So we're tolerable. <laughs> yeah, that's a, whatever it takes, man. Chocolate chips—they go a long way, man. Min- but thank you chocolates. very much to to Musco and Boyd and Keith and everybody for being you know playing along with us and and the stupid podcast the entire year. Yeah. We appreciate it. It's been a good year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
Oh, and it's okay. an even better year for uh, for one lucky. Oh, that's right. Bad feeling podcast listener yes. as well. Yes, he went out and he killed Nahut, the new boss. So we decided. Was see, this? Is, I, I forgot to tease it too. We should have teased it at the front of the show and, and held on. I'm not going to fix that. In this post, dude killed it like 900 times, oh, so it doesn't matter. Veteran mode and story mode. Yeah, and I was like, holy shit, man! Goddamn. That dude's got some skills. What was his name? I remember the last name. You What's the last the name? name? Starts with J. Hewitt. Jim. Uh, John. John. Shit. Fuck. Joe. Josh. <laughs> Joe. It's a three-letter name. <laughs> Damn it. You got to write this stuff down, Brian. Fuck, uh, dude. I told you to remember it. I remember the last name. I got the last. I got one half. I think it's John. Uh, there's John fucking here. two of us here, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, congratulations. You won 200 million credits. Huzzah. Mr. Hewitt, you uh, won. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Mr. Hewitt. His first yeah. name is Mr. What's his uh, wife's name? Mrs. Hewitt. Mrs. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, good times. But yeah, went and killed in the hood and all the different uh, difficulties. So congratulations. Um, we got a bunch, bunch of entries. Uh, so... Keep an eye out when the next operations boss comes down. We'll be doing it again. But 200 million credits coming out. So, yeah, good job. So how do you know when those things are happening? You need to subscribe to this podcast and make sure that you are checking out everything online about the Bad Feeling Podcast. The best segue all year. You got to follow us on Facebook.com slash the Bad Feeling Podcast. Not like I actually update anything about the show. I just post Star Wars shit. (laughs) So, you know, that's what I do there. But on Twitter, uh, you can find us at Bad Feeling PDCST. And Brian keeps up with the actual promotion on that. So he's good at this stuff. You can also follow us on Twitch. On twitch.tv slash badfeelingpodcast. And, of course, all of your podcast catchers, uh, all that good stuff, iTunes, Stitcher, Google, you're going to find The Bad Feeling Podcast. So search it, find it, love it, leave it, star it. Hearts. review it reviews tell your whatever, friends whatever the fuck you do you know tell your friends about it join yeah. us on patreon put it on uh, your friend's phone click for Christmas. on our amazon links and all that stuff so i can buy some more shit off think geek and right we can all have fun yeah. oh that's another thing dude D- brian and i somehow we think on <laughs> such the same level <laughs> We bought each other the exact same Star Wars gift for Christmas. The exact well same thing. I could not fucking believe that when I opened that box. I was like, you son of a bitch. Uh, and he gave it to me first. Right. So I was like, Since, so now I'm yeah. fu-. And I had to tell him what I bought him because if I didn't tell him what I bought him, you he'd think I just re-gifted it. it. Yeah. I go, whoa, whoa, I don't want it back. You know, it's like, <laughs> ah, you son of a bitch. I can't, I, I can't, but that's what happens, man. We just think we, we spend too much time in the same room. I think that's, Damn it. well, wait a minute. That's a whole nother. Oh, I get a bad feeling about this podcast. We celebrate a day of peace. A day of harmony, a day of joy we all can share, together joyously. I hope you enjoyed the Bad Feeling Podcast. You can contact Chuck at badfeelingpodcast.com, Brian at badfeelingpodcast.com, on Twitter at badfeeling. P-D-C-S-T. They ran out of letters. The Bad Feeling Podcast is not affiliated with BioWare, LucasArts, or EA. Trademarks are the property of the respective owners. <laughs>